Have you ever asked yourself what the impact of the internal audit is when it comes to cybersecurity? Depending on your current role, you might have different answers. And in this episode, we will talk about the role internal audit has on cybersecurity. Great to have you here. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance, and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats, and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor. Corporate integrity matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity, and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to this new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be a board member, executive or non-executive, an investigator, an internal auditor, a corporate integrity council, or on your way there. I'm your mentor and sparring partner when it comes to corporate integrity with impact, founder of Corporate Integrity Concepts and its leadership circle, and the vision to protect and secure assets, reputation and actionability, yours and the one of your organization. Why? Because corporate integrity matters to all of us. The better we understand the impact of our own and the team's human factor, not only when it comes to the territory of cyber, the better we are prepared. The cyber territory was and often still is a topic allocated to IT only. In my world of corporate integrity, governance, risk, and often also non-compliance and fraud, it is not enough to see IT in its function being responsible for a territory of cyber only. Why should it? Or to whom would we then allocate the non-digital territory? Cyberspace or cybersecurity, no matter how you would like to call the environment impacting all our business departments, it is much broader and it affects every single part of our vision, strategy, operations and resources. When it comes to internal audit, one of the three lines of defense, the territory of cyber plays an important role too and that it's often underestimated. Organizations have different reasons why they rely and mitigate to solutions which are cloud-based. That means that processes are at least partially reflected in the territory of cyber too. And here internal audit comes in and is uniquely positioned. Already when solutions are evaluated and processes adapted, the role of internal audit is key to establish an independent and objective view. The role of internal audit in the cyber territory was discussed in one of our leadership circles we had over the last few weeks. Some of our members' experiences on a day-to-day level as internal auditors, what it means when the organization is not yet ready, sometimes also not willing, to talk about inherent risks of cloud-based applications. Having had such intense discussions with internal auditors, but also CFOs and board members joining the conversation displayed how important the exchange of perspectives is. One of the members just came back after a few days and said that 
these somehow also bridge building interactions were so supporting for him as he had gained a lot of insights from the other perspectives, which he would never have received internally. And one of the most heard beliefs I already mentioned at the beginning is cyber belongs to IT. Sorry, completely wrong in my opinion. Not only cyber is a strategic and a competitive advantage, full stop. The processes have changed and need to be analyzed for their effectiveness. And when I talk to my clients, I also hear the need of broader expertise in the cloud-based applications. So the RFPs they send out to improve their internal audit need to be enriched with additional skills too. So the new or the future internal auditor needs to have that skill set. So having said that cybersecurity is a strategic topic, you undoubtedly agree that it belongs to the board, the board of directors and the executive board. These boards need the independent and objective opinion of their auditors for a professional decision-making process, the internal and external auditors. So do you remember your first computer, your first screen you looked at? What color did it have? Mine was black. The text, yes, only text available at that time, was green. The functionality was very, very limited to what we have today. Most of these screens were not yet password protected. And it took a while until it was clear that these new tools, hardware and software need to be included in the processes and evaluated. Also audited. 90% of the people by then, and we talk about the late 80s, have not been able to imagine how much the organizations will depend on cyber 40 years later. And now we are here. Everything an organization depends on is important. So is cyber and its exposure within the processes. When we make use of the incredible resource of internal audit, we could have a lot of insights which are independent and objective. That's what I already mentioned here. Internal audit could support cybersecurity by not less as the following examples, like assessing cybersecurity strategy and its alignment with the risk and compliance environment, reviewing cybersecurity architecture, service types, and associated risks and challenges or collaborating with the different stakeholders like cloud service provider IT and the management teams to translate and explain the enterprise risk management objectives. But also analyzing the migrations to cloud-based applications and processes, which are related to cybersecurity risks. And last but not least, of these examples, also identifying areas for improvement and communicating them to the board and executive team. And that point is very important. We need to have that knowledge also on board level. These are just a few examples where I see that internal audit plays an important role for entire organizations. And you will see, we'll also have some guests in our show from internal audit and discussing what they would like to have from our side. Moving to cloud-based solutions has seen a rapid adoption because of its speed, agility, and affordability. So the benefits we all see and include, and we would like to make use of it, so a scalable infrastructure, for example, flexibility in access to computing resources, and reducing expenses associated with maintaining infrastructure like data sources, network components, and in some cases, even physical data centers. 
as having a dotted line to the board of directors, we also know what the role of internal audit is. Risks need to be brought up in a timely manner. That's what I mentioned before, that it is only possible with the right team of internal audit in place. So the cyber territory with its different clouds also presents challenges. And these challenges need to be identified, reported and managed. Cloud data breaches increased significantly over the last months and are expected to follow the same trend. Same for malware attacks and ransomware strikes. It is not a surprise at all, but it remembers us to do our homework and maintenance, which is a very, very good keyword here. So let's think about a take home or take to the office reflection. So if you would have to judge how much your company depends on the cyber territory, where would you rank it from zero to 100%? And if you have that ranking, how good would you rate the skill set of your internal audit team to audit these dependencies? Please use here a rating from 1 to 4, where 1 is very poor and 4 is perfect. And the third one, what could you do within your position to balance the dependency and the skill set if balance is needed? Maybe you don't need to have that. There are many internal audit leaders considering the responsibilities their organizations have for cybersecurity, and it seems to be one unsolved key question. Where is the thin line between our role and responsibility and the one of the outsourcing provider, which is in this, this setting, the cloud service provider? In short, the answer is the cloud service provider is responsible for the security of the cloud and the organization for the security in the cloud. With that, it leads us to different areas to concentrate on and which could also be part on to focus areas in planning the internal audit. The most important areas should be the cloud program governance, so policies, procedures and risk-based planning and assessments, for compliance with standards, regulations, legal, contractual and statutory requirements. Another area are the policies and procedures, so the ident identification and assessment of how identity, inventory, password policies and other information is managed. And then we also have the application security, securing application design and development such as access codes, logics and secure coding practices but also data security with its data inventory, the classification, storage, ownership and privacy is key. And last but not least, we also have the key management and encryption part. So the policies and procedures, roles and responsibilities and encryption requirements on classified data. And I know it sounds huge but an effective cybersecurity audit program needs to be conducted in the regular cycles and being triggered also by events like new applications or changes in the cyber strategy from the top. Surveys also reflect that only one third of the organizations asked ever did a cybersecurity audit and less than 50% fully understand security responsibilities in the cyber environment. That's not a lot. Therefore, 
cybersecurity is not optional. It is a must. Implementing an effective cybersecurity program requires a detailed understanding of the organization's operational objectives, risks, and processes. Internal audit provides different perspectives on cybersecurity and the related cloud-based solutions and processes. So it also plays a critical role in assessing and enhancing cybersecurity, as I already mentioned before. But not only that, internal audit can also assist in bringing best practice to the cybersecurity strategy by focusing on the risk and control elements driven by people, processes and technology our so-called operational risks. My personal conclusion is that investing in a highly skilled internal audit is key for every organization. The evaluation process of internal audit is also not optional as cybersecurity is. As board members, we must implement processes to ensure that our organization is challenged by the independent questions of professional internal auditors. So cybersecurity is a strategic element which needs to be treated with the highest attention, also when it comes to internal audit. I will now bring up the take to the office reflection again, as I think these three questions could, if necessary, support also your organization. So again, if you would have to judge how much your company depends on cyber territory, where do you rank? And if you have that ranking, how could you rate the skill sets of your internal audit? And what could you do in your position to balance these dependencies and skill sets? So for all the board members, next time when you talk to your internal audit team, keep in mind how important they are and express your expectations. And for you, if you are an internal audit leader, make sure that your expertise and work supports the organization's strategy also in the cyber territory. This was the episode number 29 of the Human Factor Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the motto, Corporate Integrity Secures and Empowers Individuals and Organizations. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with the relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget... Topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know. Thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stirnimann and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye.